Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 74. Woohoo! Today, we are going to be talking about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. But before we dive in, how are you, Diana? I am doing good. This is our first podcast for 2020. Oh my goodness. Another decade. (laughs) Wow, I can't believe we're here, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Wonderful holidays. Um, I was off for two weeks, so that was awesome. I got to spend a lot of time with my family and my friends and a lot of celebration. Wow, two weeks. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So it was, I loved it. Oh, everybody deserves that, right? Yes. Oh, that's great. How are you doing? How was your uh, holidays? It was good. You know, same thing. Family, friends, food, laughter, love. Yeah. Spend time with the kids. Uh Uh-huh. Just not have to wake up at a certain time each day. Just kind of, you know, go whenever I feel like it. So it was really nice to just mellow out for, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for me, it was more like 10 days, but hey. It's more than nothing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I loved this movie. I love Star Wars. Yeah. It's so entertaining. It's on in my house all the time, just like The Walking Dead. I'm always, we're always watching Star Wars. Um, What does Star Wars mean to you? Do you have a connection to it? Is it just something that you can enjoy? You know, uh, growing up, I was aware of Star Wars, but I didn't watch them very much back in the day. Um, And of course, we didn't have it like we have it now. You know, we can watch it anytime we want. Um, So uh, I knew about it, but it wasn't something that I went to because we didn't used to go to the movies very much. Yeah. Um, Back back in the Stone Age. (laughs) (laughs) When I was around. (laughs) But when my kids were growing up and, you know, the second trilogy was coming we said ah we're watching it all we're starting over let's watch you know the originals and then we were watching them as they came out Mm -hmm. and then here we go with this next trilogy so uh for me it was a slow admiration and love for them okay cool so but i just have always loved ray i i i feel like they they're not giving her enough credit but i just have this thing for her i just think she's really awesome so um you know i like that you know she's the heroine so um and really the overall star wars to me i mean it's about fantasy right it's about um back when they first made them there was nothing like them there's nothing out like that so i think that's why people were drawn to them and loved them because it was living out something that they hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. So, um, but for me, it's always, I always love movies that show light and dark, good and evil, mm-hmm. and trying to be triumphant with the good and the light and the force. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why I love The Walking Dead. You know, that's why I loved Harry Potter. Yeah. That's why I loved Game of Thrones. Right. It's all of those, because it is always about fighting evil yeah, or bad right, or whatever it may be. So that's what it is for me. And that's why I love it. Awesome. I'm, I'm loving your uh, feedback. What about you? Well, it means a lot to me. Uh, I grew up 
watching Star Wars as a young, a little wee lad. Um, <laughs> and so I watched uh, growing up and like, I mean, we were in that, you know, early 80s era where there was all the Star Wars uh, toys. Right. And, you know, just the influence of Star Wars was just big um, throughout my entire life. And introducing Star Wars to my children, introducing the um, first trilogy, then the second trilogy, mm-hmm. and now the third, um, and George Lucas, and just all these special effects, the storyline, the creativity. Mm-hmm. It means everything to me and my family. Um, we have collectibles. We watch the movies regularly. We've been watching Star Wars for like the past two weeks. All of them. And we've even watched them multiple times. It's like a little wacky. <laughs> but it, it obviously means a lot. I mean, our apparel, like we buy Star Wars merch all the time. Uh-huh. It's just, we just absolutely love it. And, um, you know, I think it's really interesting that Disney now owns the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, they've really gone in a different direction geared towards um, a new following. And so I think more and more people are um, watching Star Wars or becoming introduced to Star Wars. And I think that is just infectious. So I love Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so listeners, let us know what you think. What does Star Wars mean to you? You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or On our Screens and Focus Facebook page, you can follow us on our Instagram, subscribe to our website, and YouTube channel. So, Brooke, what were your overall thoughts on this movie? Oh, my gosh. Well, I really enjoyed the movie. I I thought there there was a lot of action, adventure, and surprise. The wardrobe, the score was entertaining. I really felt like I was along for the ride. And it was a treat to enjoy the droids. And there was a new droid that was introduced to the gang. And he was just so adorable. Yeah. Or it was uh-huh. so adorable. Uh-huh. I was really scared when they tried to psych us out on Chewie's death. Mm. Didn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray had so much power. And I was relieved to finally know Ray's destiny and who her parents were. Mm-hmm. Sheesh, you know, I've been on pins and needles trying to think <laughs> yeah. of who her parents were this entire time. And it was also interesting to see Princess Leia's tribute to the story and franchise. Overall, I was pleased, and there is just so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? What did, What were your overall thoughts? Well, you know, I've been reading a lot of reviews and listened to podcasts, and people have been so hard on this film. I mean, really hard. You know, I realize there are some diehard fans of Star Wars franchise and are there, you know, they hold it to a high standard and I get that, but I really like this movie. And, you know, I want to talk about all the things that I found fun and thrilling and exciting about this film. It was visually stunning. And, you know, a lot of work went into this film. It was a huge collaborative event Mm -hmm. and I appreciate the creative work that went into bringing this film to us on the big screen also I thought Daisy Ridley shined as Ray and Adam Driver was fantastic as Kylo Ren aka Ben Solo awesome I I loved it yes oh my gosh well with Ray you know that dream that she had or that vision that she had where um 
she saw herself as a Sith. Yeah. And um, she was holding that double-ended lightsaber, and she looked all evil, like Darth Maul, and her teeth were all sharp and jagged. And she just looked like a Sith. I was like, what? Right. Because I hadn't actually seen too many trailers. Mm-hmm. And so when the kids were like, Mom, Ray has a double-ended ended, um, <laughs> uh, lightsaber, I'm yeah. like, what? What? I don't understand what's going on. Why would she have? I don't. It doesn't make. So yeah. I was just like, when I finally got to see it, I, it actually kind of scared me because, like, the way that she, her face, the way that they made her look. So I loved the um, the uh, special effect makeup for her on that. That that was pretty darn cool. Yeah, I think I want to dress like a Sith one of these days. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a cool look. I mean, it's evil. You know, like you were talking earlier, you like the good and the evil and the. But I I like that they she got to see what she looked like. You yeah, know, with the little angels on her shoulders, mm-hmm. right? Um, you just reminded me. Yeah, we had a Star Wars party when the kids were little. I just Aww, remembered that. How cute! And. Who was I again? But I remember painting somebody's face all red, you know? Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I'm going to pull out those pictures. It was so funny when you said that. It just reminded me of all that. I'm like, hey, we had a Star Wars party. I wonder who you were. So, yeah. I don't know. I painted somebody. I painted my face. I painted the kid's face. You know, they're running around in their costumes. So, I mean, we had a cake. It was, oh, my gosh. I just remembered that. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, so cute. (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? It was kind of similar to what happened to Luke and Ben in The Last Jedi. Yes. I I like that they were able to um, bring her visions into this movie as well, Uh because it obviously looked like she was battling something inside. And so that just brought out more of her story, because in the beginning, I'm like, who's Rey? What does she have to do with this? Why is she you know, um, some, almost like the chosen one of some mm-hmm. kind, you know? And so now this totally explains it for me. Yeah. You know, Ray was so emotional when it came to speaking about her parents. So I was happy to see that her parents were actually really good people who abandoned her to save her, you know, to give her a life. It must have been so hard for them, but they loved her and did what they had to to protect her. Correct. And... To find out that she is Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter, oh my gosh, that must have been so crazy and torturous for her. I mean, can you imagine? She must have felt so devastated to learn that, that she is related to someone so evil. And what I appreciate about this is that it explores the theme of who you are. Are you destined by lineage or can you make choices to who you want to be. Right. And I like that everyone has a choice. Right. And I loved how at the end, she cho- chose Luke and Leia as her family and took the Skywalker name. I mean, how cool was that? Right. Yeah. I think that she was completely honored by having Anakin and Luke's lightsaber, as well as eventually having Leia's lightsaber. And yes, that was very cool. Um, Ray and Leia have a pretty intense bond, right? Yeah. I could feel their connection, and I'm amazed at how close they became um, in this trilogy. I understand that in the previous films, they had potential to be close, but wow. I just did not, I did not know that it was going to grow 
that much yeah. in the uh-huh. relationship. And it's like Leia already knew who Ray was, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Force is strong with Ray, and she has those amazing healing abilities. And we saw her use it on that creature that was wounded, and she calmly handled the situation and healed, healed it so that they could pass through. And then we saw her use that healing ability again with Kylo. I know. I mean, can you imagine having those abilities to heal by having someone's hands on you? That's like crazy. Yeah. I want it. Me too. (laughs) You could have used that over the... (laughs) Yeah. And like maybe a time machine. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Okay. So let's talk about Kylo, a.k.a. Ben. Yes. First off, I have to say I love Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. He is so good. Mm Mm-hmm. And you root for him, even though he's a bad guy. So Kylo confronts Palpatine and finds out that he was the one behind Snoke, a clone in the First Order. And Palpatine offers Kylo a massive amount of Imperial ships to join him as the Final Order and tells him he can rule the galaxy. This is all if he is able to kill the girl, a.k.a. Rey. So off goes Kylo to do just that. And, you know, Kylo faced so many challenges in this film. I'm, I was thinking about it. I mean, okay, he has to face Palpatine, right? And then he has to face Rey multiple battles throughout this film. And he has to face that he killed his father mm-hmm. and experience his mother's death. I mean, that's a lot of stuff to deal with. Right. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Right. Um, Kylo has a lot going on. I mean, he's got a lot. He does have a lot to deal with. And I'm just, uh, I just don't understand how he was able to kill his father. I know. I know that part, right? That really, um, it, it's, it's never like digested well with me. Like I yeah. still, I just don't understand, um, that part of it and his reasoning, um, you know, and, and, um, I didn't get it. I really didn't. But he does have to process a lot. We did get to see him, um, uh, I guess, forgive or let go in this uh, uh, movie. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I do love his new look. I loved his helmet, (laughs) mask, whatever you would like to call it. Um, It was all cracked and then bonded with that red material and which made him seem even more evil and scary. Yeah. And I was expecting a, like a worse Kylo, you know, mm-hmm. I really was just by the look and, and just how he has the respect and the, um, his force is, it seemed like it has become stronger mm-hmm. and it almost seemed like he was channeling his grandfather even more, even in the, the meetings with the, 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 how, you know, the representatives and mm-hmm. the generals and just having that, choking ability like his grandfather oh yeah yeah so that really like i feel like something happened in the time that we like we missed you know where everybody just got so much stronger Mm um and i know everybody and everybody has these abilities too right yeah so it it really tripped me out it turned it took me for a loop um and then we see, uh, you know, Kylo, when he comes landing, 
um, and and uh, coming in hard. And it's like he's trying to run Ray over with his TIE fighter, but then she kind of leaps over his ship, you know, and like cuts the wing yeah. and then he crashes. Uh-huh. I just thought that was so cool. And it was so intense. I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like this movie just started and it's already getting <laughs> to be that, um, like, this is where we are. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um. So, yes, he definitely came in full force into this movie. And I, I was just so ready for him to make a statement. Yeah. Right. And he really did. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. So in talking about that, um, encounter between um, Kylo and Ray. This is where you know that the group are on that treasure hunt looking for that wayfinder, mm-hmm. and you know so that they can locate Exegol to ultimately find and kill Palpatine. And so they end up in the desert, and Chewie is captured and taken, and Ray senses Kylo's coming, and as he arrives. That's when she does that flip, that like really crazy acrobatic (laughs) flip. And she cuts the wing and then it crashes. Right. But Kylo still survives, which is kind of crazy, right? Because it was a pretty bad crash. And then the others yell to Ray, the Chewie's being taken in that transport. I know. So Ray uses her power to hold it. And then Kylo starts doing the same. And they're both like, you know, fighting, struggling to control this transport. I thought it was because they were fighting each other that it, it exploded, but really it was lightning that came from, you know, that radiated from Ray's hand or force. Uh-huh. And that's what caused the ship to blow up. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh my God, Chewie's gone. Are you serious? I know. That would have been the worst way that they could end Chewbacca. And I was like, no freaking way that did not just happen. He's alive. I don't know how and I don't know why Chewie is alive. He is. I just did not believe that Uh he was gone. There was just no way. Like, they couldn't do that to him. Right? But, yes, that power was so strong and it surprised her. And then, oh, I love the way she screamed his name. Chewie! You know, because she Mm -hmm. thought she had killed him. And Mm -hmm. that really scared the heck out of her. Really scared her. But I like that she sensed he was alive. Yeah. And then that's when they realized there was a second transport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all people get your story straight before you start making us all think he's dead on that I know. transport, right? But um yeah. So then, you know, she finds out that he's all good. I know. That's that was scary though. That was an intense scene. Yeah. All of well, a lot of them were most of the battles. I mean, this there was more. Than, this yeah, movie, multiple. there were so many battles. Right. Yeah, there were so many battles. It mm-hmm. was it was so, uh, so adventurous and entertaining. Right, like that that movie didn't seem like a two hour long movie. It, I felt like it was. I think it was even longer than that. But no, I didn't either. I was gripping. I was yeah. watching everything. I was like yeah. trying to listen. I was wanting to follow. I didn't want to forget anything. Of course, either. I forgot a lot of stuff. So there's so much. We have to watch it So again. much happened. Yeah. And we're not covering every single thing that happened. We're just trying to cover the highlights here. So, you know, but everybody should just go watch it. Yeah. But thank goodness Chewie did not leave our um, group. He, yes. He did not die. Yeah. He He's alive. Yeah. And well. And uh, like we said, you know, Ray 
sensed his life, right? Right. And so they were able to um, rescue him. Rescue him. Yeah. Yeah. But when they got to Endor and um, they were guided to that Death Star wreckage, mm-hmm. yeah, which I guess is the one where um, Darth Vader and uh, I guess it was um, Darth, Darth Sidious, right? Who um, in that, uh, sorry, the Death Star that was destroyed. Yes. And so they, um, they met again. Yeah. Kylo and Rey. Yeah. Back at it, fighting amongst each other. And it was, that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. That scene was. was amazing. Those waves. And she was death, like she was so determined to get on that Death Star. And she was told to wait. Um, by that um, refugee who was once a stormtrooper. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she didn't listen. She like <laughs> made her a little. No, because she's a strong, fearless woman. She reminded me of Moana. Oh, yeah. Moana. Uh-huh. Of Motunui. Yes. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How she's sailing out there and these yeah. waves are just crazy. And I just kept thinking of Moana. <laughs> For some reason. But she made it on there, on the Death Star. And I was just so amazed at her. But then obviously here it comes Kylo. And they start battling. And that was a really intense uh, scene. Mm -hmm. And we see Rey, um, you know, she stabs Kylo. And we thought that that would have been the end. But then his mother, Leia, just speaks to him. He goes to stab her. Oh, he stabs her. Okay. He goes to stab her. Okay. Oh, and then the his mom, yes, Princess and Leia, distracts him because she she knew the destiny. Like she, what was it? Um, she had uh, her vision when she was training with her brother. Yes. Luke. Yes. Right? And she was gonna uh, eventually put Kylo at risk one day. Right? Yes. And so right. So she. Removed herself from mm-hmm. training uh-huh. and being Her Jedi training. Yeah, yeah. Being the ultimate Jedi. So. I love the connection. You know Between. that uh, Disney and uh, George Lucas, uh-huh. they were able to connect um, the stories. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, so even though it might be a new written story, but it still it 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 follows somewhat. So um, that was really impressive mm-hmm. to see them, and that battle was just. Amazing. So, um, Ray had her chance, and so she stabs him. Yes. Okay, and then there she goes again with her. Well, healing. because she, yeah, because she senses that Leia has passed. Right. And so I think she feels the need to heal him. Yeah. Which then it doesn't bring Leia back. No. She's just there until her Jedi spirit mm-hmm. comes later. So, oh, my gosh. That I was know. really sad. I know. I, this battle was pivotal, to say the least. And I, too, thought it was a beautiful backdrop with the humongous waves, you know, as we see this fight between them. But, you know, we do see Kylo Ren die. But Ben Solo lives. And it's because Ben has a memory of his father, Han Solo, mm-hmm. where he tells his son, come home. 
And Ben still has the opportunity to do the right thing. And I love the power of family, forgiveness, love, and doing the right thing. So I thought that this scene was so powerful. Mm. I loved it. Me too. And then here we go with another battle. It's the battle between Ray and Ben and Palpatine. I mean, Ray heads to, I don't know if it's Acto, Acto, uh-huh. uh, to to exile herself because oh, right, yes. Yeah. So she takes off, but she is guided by Luke and reminded of her strength and that of a Jedi, and she sets off to confront Palpatine, armed with both Luke and Leia's lightsaber. Right. So Palpatine tells her. If she kills him, she will ascend to the Sith throne. But Rey wants to destroy the Sith. And then he says, if you kill me, we can become one and live on as emperor or empress. And if not, I'm going to kill your buddies up there. So then Ben arrives and he starts fighting the Knights of Ren while Rey is fighting stormtroopers. And then they both team up. To try and kill Palpatine. Mm-hmm. But how did you feel about the connection and the strength of the two, Kylo and Ray combined, you know, which gave Palpatine, Palpatine, Palpatine an extraordinary amount of strength? I was scared, actually, because I wasn't sure what was going to happen because mm-hmm. he still looked like he had the upper hand, even though, because he, oh, because he said, oh, together. Oh, I, didn't he start becoming more real? like his fingers. Yeah. And so I thought he, I think he thought, oh, you know what? Forget that. Mm -hmm. Forget about me and Ray, you know, coming together and becoming one and living through her. No, no, no. I'm going to drain both your energy and become myself again and rule. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was scary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then he throw Palpatine throws Ben off the ledge and I, I'm like thinking, okay, I, I didn't think he was dead, but I wasn't sure how he was going to come back. Yeah. And then Ray's on the ground and looks up and, oh my gosh, you hear all the Jedis giving her strength and telling her that she has to restore balance. So she gets that strength and she continues to fight using all the light, all the force, all the power that she has and deflects Palpatine's lightning off the lightsaber back onto him, disintegrating him, but it knocks her out or kills her yeah, all the force. in the process. Because yeah. she is one with the force. Yeah. That scene, um, I felt like I needed to close my eyes. That was very, very flashing lights. It was bright. Oh, uh-huh. A lot of electricity and a lot of light. Um, happening at that time and it was scary it was a scary um critical scene i know i I wasn't closing my eyes i was like i can't miss anything no i wanted to watch but i was like i don't want to have a seizure right now right yeah and i do have to say that that was so imaginative and inventive and i thought it was interesting story to tell to me this is what these movies have meant to me a story right Palpatine's power and consuming their power together, as well as losing the two lives of Kylo Ren and also his mother, Princess Leia. And it almost seemed like it was just through the force, you know, together at, at once. Like they just lost 
everything. Um, and they both sacrificed themselves for others. And apparently this may have been destined to happen. And it was a good connection to see his father, his mother, in his heart one last time. Yeah. And that was just beautiful for their family. Uh-huh. I just, I love that. Mm-hmm. So, and then we see him, you know, climb out of the pit and he sees Ray body laying there mm-hmm. and then he's all devastated and he goes to save her by giving her his life energy yeah and then they have that moment and then they kiss yay but then he dies because he, he gave you know he gave mm-hmm. her his energy mm-hmm. good for him he came he got full redemption which i thought was very cool for him he did, and he, you know, it's, um, Darth Vader didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, I always wonder what it would be like if Darth Vader um, didn't die the way that he did. If he was able to have full redemption um, and live on, though. You know, yeah. like, I just don't like when people have to die. I know. Sacrifice. Yeah. Human sacrifice. Yeah, but Darth Vader did some bad things, and so did kylo ren you know he did some bad things so yeah i know i know we want to it's like negan right <laughs> on the walking dead it's like oh yeah he's a bad guy he's done Seems, terrible things yeah. but like 2020 yeah. uh, uh hindsight political... yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna go there yeah i know it's just it was hard i was like oh wow he has redeemed himself and he is Ben Solo. Oh, I know. I would have wanted him to. I'm like, wow, where is this going? And then I was like, oh, man. I know. I wanted to know who Ben was now. I know, (laughs) know? right? That was hard. But Princess Leia. That's very cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just, you know, I've grown to love them as a family now. I mean, even though they, we didn't get to see them live as a family, um, I do, um, respect and I and I feel the nurture part of their family and I just now hopefully they're all together right and, yeah they are Jedi spirits yeah living on that way and um you know Leia she had her own lightsaber and we saw that flashback what we talked about earlier where she and Luke were a Jedi training and um having to give up her Jedi training because she had to save her son. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, it looks like she saved Ray in, in the yes, same she did. time. Yeah. So, you know, to see Leia and Luke with each other on Tatooine, and it was heartwarming experience. You know, the journey and the narrative. When her body finally disappeared, I felt so much for her and her character. Yeah. Not just for princess leia but for carrie fisher as well i know and uh you know she took on an important role and they were able to achieve this um in this movie by using unused footage from the last jedi yeah which i thought was quite amazing yeah i I was really like how are they going to pull this off i wondered the same thing Mm -hmm. i i too love the tribute to leia and honoring her mission and honoring Carrie Fisher, like you said, and sending her character off in an admirable way, you know, by using all her strength to reach out to her son mm-hmm. one last time. Who would, you know, a mother's always going to do that. You're always going to try to save your child. Um, and I just love that that's 
that was her contribution, you know? Right. After everything else that she did, and then that was her last act. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I loved it. So, Brooke, what were other things that you noticed? Oh, my gosh. I just can't. I've lost count. There's too many things. i got to watch the movie again. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so Finn and Poe, they had tension. Why? Why were they, like, so annoyed with each other? I don't, like, I don't feel like they like settled that or like we didn't explain that right there was some things that they didn't conclude here i just don't understand i was like Uh so confused like were they sexually frustrated like what is going on maybe (laughs) could have been i think people were asking yeah (laughs) so um and then finn had something to tell ray yeah but he never did yeah because it seemed like he was gonna say something to her about the hell and the way that he was so protective over her yeah i'm like and then you know, uh, Finn wasn't into Rose anymore. You know, I thought they hooked up in the last movie, but I guess I was wrong. No, I think you were right. They just wrote her off, unfortunately. Ah, that was so hard to deal with. And, like, I really love Finn's character. I love him so much. And I just was like, uh, well, that's Poe so, as well. Like, yeah, that's so funny because Finn could have been with Poe. Mm-hmm. Finn could have been with Ray. Mm-hmm. And Finn could have been with Rose. Right. <laughs> so Finn's got something going. Dang. And the new girl. <laughs> On Endor, they seem like they had some pretty good chemistry. Oh. But um, people were also talking about the LGBTQ kiss. And honestly, I was thinking, why not? Yeah, I don't even think I it stuck out to me. Oh, okay. I was just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, you know, fine, whatever. Right. Um, my adorable little droid. Poor thing was so timid because he was abused. My Aww. heart melts. I love him. Uh-huh. I just want to, like get a bunch of star wars tattoos and he would be one of them He's, or it would be what i don't want to call it a he because i don't know if it's a she yeah um, it's so cute so adorable like oh and then maz gave chewy the medal that leia was holding when she passed away and it's a symbol of the friendship and the bond from the original cast so i thought yeah. that was really special Lando Calrissian is was back yeah he played he was played by billy dean williams in the original trilogy and we also got to see him fly the Millennium Falcon, which that ship belonged to him before Han Solo took ownership. So mm. I thought that was really awesome and nostalgic. Yeah. What else did you notice? Well, I thought it was kind of cool that um, Babu Freak's voice provided by Shirley Henderson of Harry Potter fame, Moaning Myrtle. Aww. I thought that was cool. That is very cool. Oh, and then Chewbacca's reaction to Leia's death. Oh, he was like, yeah, oh, that was sad. Yeah. And then um, young Leia was played by her daughter, Billy Lord. Oh, I love that she was her stand in for the fight scenes when, you know, her and Luke were training when they were young. I mean, that is so can you imagine Mm. you're playing your mother's role that is so iconic? Yeah. And here you get to finish this film you know this whole saga mm. oh for it's like her. paul walker with his brother yeah yeah so i thought that was cool and they were sure i saw a picture of her done up you know with her hair and in the, in the braids Aww. and the bun just like Leia. and you know i'm like oh i would have never really thought that she looked like her mother so much but she kind of did i'm like Aww. oh that's so cool and I watched Kevin Smith's review of this film on YouTube, and I loved how much he loved the characters in this movie. He 
a side note, he was in this movie, but I think it was just like a minor, uh-huh. uh, his role. <laughs> but he cried when he talked about Han Solo talking to Ben. He cried when he talked about Leia and her movement. He cried when he talked about Luke and his final scene telling Ray she is the one. I loved hearing him talk. He has such admiration for these characters. And, you know, I get connected to characters too. And I love when I see other people who feel the same way. So yeah. please check his YouTube out. It's very okay. cool listening to him. I mean, he tells you scene by scene. And it just to see him well up when he talks about these things is just really, you know, heartwarming. Awesome. Oh, so Brooke, why... Do you love this movie? Oh, well, I love this movie, okay? Let me just tell you. <laughs> it was a great family movie to watch in the theater, and we enjoyed the time that we shared over the same Bond and Entity Star Wars franchise. My family is invested into the chapters, and it is very much stories of importance as a part of our who we are. And we are Star Wars fans. Yeah. This movie was part of a trilogy where we had so many questions answered. There is sense of peace now. And, you know, we've finished it for now. I'm thankful for the adventure. And I completely recommend this movie to those who can appreciate the talent of Mm -hmm. all who made this possible. That's nice. Yeah. Why do you love this movie? Well, I love this movie because... It, you know, it dealt with choices and redemption. So both Kylo and Rey had choices. You know, they could have chosen power, but they didn't. They chose love and hope and goodness. Ultimately, that is what they chose. And I've read a lot of things about Rey and how her character had no story and that people didn't care about her. But I did. I really love Rey. I love that she was an orphan and survived. I love that she has insecurities and second guesses herself and is vulnerable. But in all of that, I find her to be courageous and strong and quietly confident. She is innately good and I admire her so much. I really don't think people have given Ray the credit she deserves. She is a true heroine for sure. I also love how the movie honored so many original characters and paid tribute to each of them and showed so much heart while doing so. I mean, think about it, 42 years and nine films. That is so crazy. Mm -hmm. I think that they did a good job fitting the the time, you know, with the trilogies, Mm -hmm. 80s. Right. um, Millennial and then now. Yeah. So they did a good job uh, tying everything together. Yes. Thank you, George Lucas, for starting all of this. Holla. (laughs) So, Brooke, in all of this, who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Well, I I just think that I really can appreciate the um, brand Star Wars altogether. But I'm going to give my award to Rey for being that really strong female character and just fighting, um, you know, at the the grip of our seats. I mean, we were just, I I felt like I could be, you know, I'm like one of her students. Like I would love to learn and, um, you know, just, I loved her technique. I loved how she was able to train and adapt to her power. And she was extremely powerful and she 
you know, she is like the epitome of a Jedi force, right? She's just, she blew me away yeah, with me her too. abilities. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they even brought up, brought or introduced um, newer abilities, um, which we had never seen before. And so it was just astonishing to see how much um, power and how much she grew in the last three movies. And so I just, I am very much um, going to give my award to Ray for for that um, strong influence and and my daughter can look up to a strong female character and I just love that I do too. we have that now mm-hmm. who would your that. award go to so my award goes to the scene between Han Solo and Ben I love that Hans appeared in this film it was a perfect return for his character they had talked with Harrison Ford and he wasn't going to return at all because he felt like his character was done. Yeah. But they convinced him. Uh, I believe it was J.J. Abrams that convinced him. Yeah. So Kylo had to face what he had done to his father and deal with the loss of his mother. And Ben says, I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. But he's reminded by his father, Han Solo, that he can finish what his mother started. It's not too late. So Ben turns to Hans and says, Dad, and Hans says, I know. Such a moving, powerful moment. I, I, that is just completely my favorite scene. It's like a father telling his son, I know. So father and son hug. And Ben is able to find peace and forgiveness. And I loved it. Aww. It was very moving to me. Love so, it. It was awesome. Love it. Oh, the saga has ended. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Live on in, in you know, Mandalorian and everything else. Yes. Right? So. Love in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, so. Speaking of Mandalorian, what are you currently watching, Brooke? Yes. Well, we finished The Mandalorian, um, and it was so good. I highly recommend it. Um, the story of The Mandalorian, like, we didn't really understand at first what The Mandalorian was going to be about. So we we thought that it was going to be about Boba Fett, um, one of the bounty hunters from uh, the original trilogy. Uh-huh. And it ends up being that The Mandalorian is like a group of bounty hunters and... Um, they focus on on one uh, main character and his journey saving um, or his, like his first bounty in the movie was or one of the bounties in his movie was uh, the child. And that's the adorable baby Yoda that you've been seeing. on all Yeah. The movies. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's in love with baby Yoda. You can't watch a movie and not go. Oh, oh. <laughs> every time you see this adorable face, you're just like, oh. And then, like, he acts like a little child, like a little toddler, like uh, like a baby, you uh-huh. know? And, like, he does things. And, and like, this Mandalorian, he's, he's like, don't touch that. And then the next thing you know, the thing's in the baby's mouth. And he's like, give me that. I told you not to touch it. And it's just so, like, the relationship and how he cares and nurtures for um, the child, being that he was adopted into the Mandalorian. So it goes through the story of his life a little bit and then how he, his journey to protect the child Mm. because there's a big bounty out there. And so there's adventure. Um, it's creative. The music is really cool. The episodes are only about 30 to 40 minutes long. So you could definitely, um, now that all the episodes have been released, you could binge it, um, on your free trial 
and um you know but i think that you're gonna like to have disney plus well you know we do because there's something for everyone yeah i might have to come to your house and watch yeah it. yeah <laughs> um so that i recommend that um even if you, all you had to see was the mandalorian mm-hmm. um when that appears and just check it out it was really good it was um really well done Really well done. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And then the movie that I recently watched is called Once Upon a Time in oh, Hollywood. I love it. Yeah. And it's on new release. And so it was hysterical. Brad Pitt and um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Just like, I loved it. It was so creative. It was almost like an alternate universe of what happened with the Sharon Tate mystery. Yeah. And Charles Manson. Um, and so it's not exactly what you think. But right. it was so Quentin Tarantino. Like, yeah, he just, that was, that was like, you know, icing on the cake. Yeah, so very I cool. recommend that as well. What mm-hmm. have you been watching? So I finished watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and The Morning Show. And both are really good. Um, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, third season, I think. Uh, they're kind of on a roll. I'm really liking it a lot. Um, it's just done well, and and Brooke, you don't, you're not watching this, correct? No. Right now, the you will love the costumes and the era. You will love it. I know it. I I, I everything's just so vivid, oh. and just the story. It's it, the, the script is so well done. Um, it's it's a great show. Nice. So I'd recommend it. Awesome. And then the morning show uh, with Jennifer Anderson, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Whoa. You got to keep with it because at the beginning, it's just kind of like, okay, okay, you're getting to know people. Things are irritating you. You know, it has to do with the Me Too movement and Steve Carell's character, you know, getting let go because of, um, you know, being inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, my gosh. But at the end, uh, my mouth was hanging. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. So it's really good. Yeah. It, it, you have to keep watching if you've started it. Okay. Um, for movies, um, oh, I do want to bring up when we were talking about Adam Driver, I watched The Marriage Story. Oh, yeah, I watched on it Netflix. too. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I started to watch it and then I put it down, or not put it down, but I stopped watching it and then I watched the rest of it. And I really did appreciate the movie a lot. I thought it was really well done. Um, I believe Laura Dern got a Golden Globe for it. So um, I think everybody was nominated. Uh, so I thought it was really well done. Nice. But I also watch Angel Has Fallen with Gerard Butler. And you know what? It's, you know, Olympus Has Fallen and yeah. all those. It's it, it's the same. It's the okay. same. I mean, it's good, but it's, you know, it's yeah. typical of, of that type of movie. So, cool. um, you know, it was, it was very watchable. Nice. Um, but I also watch The Way Back. It's a 2010 American survival film. And I liked it. Uh, this film is inspired by a memoir by a former Polish prisoner of war who claimed to have escaped from a soviet gulag and walked four thousand miles to freedom in world war ii my gosh to watch these people trek through the snow and through the uh, desert with nothing nothing this group of uh you know who are deemed criminals uh, oh, I watched crazy. it. Crazy! Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah, it's we crazy. watched it. And the, know that it, it's true. Yeah, I love watching these type of movies. Scary. Yeah, it was with Jim Sturgis, um, Colin Farrell, Ed Harris, and um, oh my gosh, what's how do you pronounce her name Sorcy. again? Sorcy Ronan. Mm-hmm. Um, I Her, thought it was really good, and I really liked actually, it. I think it's Cersei. But... Cersei Ronan. Huh. 
Cersei Ronan. She made a song. <laughs> she has a song because people always get her name wrong. Yeah. And so she was on SNL and she had a, she sang a song about how you actually say her name. Yes. And I want to say it was Cersei, but I don't know now. I now know, I'm confusing right? myself. Well, we might be saying Cersei because of, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's Cersei because that would be like Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay, Sorry. we love her. I do love her, and I want to watch Little Women. Yeah. And I'm going to watch Little Women because we're going to talk about it on our next podcast. So, yeah. Lady Bird, right? Yeah. Oh, she's in that too. Yeah, yeah. but she's in Little Women, the oh. movie that's out now. So she's in a lot of movies. She's yeah. great. Yeah, she is. So that's what I've been watching. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your recommendation. And that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful that you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We really need your feedback. Yes, we'll be uploading a new episode Tuesday, February 4th. Next show will be on the Oscar-nominated movies being announced January 13th. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.